Did your parents get your name from like the Bible? You yeah. think? Both of you? There's an Andrew in the Bible? No, I don't know. Oh. I guess, is there a St. Andrew? Yeah. What's he do? I went. To, I used to go to a concert venue, St. Andrew's Hall. Oh, hell yeah. What's his, what's his trick? Who is the one that got hit with arrows a bunch of times? That's Achilles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, guy, that guy's kind of, whole thing kind of sucks, right? Like, he's famous for for sucking. Well, he got dipped in the invincibility pool, but they held him by the heel. So only his heel was, he has the Achilles heel. That's where his weak point was. So he got oh, shot see, with an arrow there. I didn't know that level. I, see, I didn't, re- I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read the book, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't remember where I, like, we did a thing in high school, like a Greek mythology or some shit. I just remember, yeah, they were like, yeah, he dips him. As a baby, they took him by the heel, fucking dunked him in that water like a fucking Oreo. <laughs> and then he was invincible except for his fucking heel. Bitch. What, what, would, be, <laughs> what would be your Achilles heel, Andy, in your, in your, your Greek mythology? In my Greek mythology? I don't yeah. know. Maybe, what, maybe what's your Ego great waffles. weakness? Oh, Ego Waffles. <laughs> Which is my downfall right now. This is Awkward Pause, your favorite Ego Waffle podcast. Uh, we're not sponsored by them, so we won't say their name again unless we need to for narrative purposes. Um, my name is Elmer uh, Guardado, and I'm hanging out here with uh, the Waffle Master, Andrew Street. Hello. Eat waffles. And the Bean Master, Samuel Atherton. Hello, eat waffles. Sam, you flick a bean every once in a while or what? <laughs> every once in a while. Mm. Well, let's just jump into the beans. Because today we have a very uh, special set of beans. Uh, custom serial number set of beans. You can't get these beans. Mm-mm. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much money you have, I have beans that Joe Biden can't have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Elon Musk, yeah. he can't even, all the money in the world couldn't get him these beans. Yep. Take it away, Sam. Uh, Elmer and uh, and Andrew, it's season three of Nuts About Beans. And you'd think, you know, we've been doing this for two seasons. My, my first showing of of nuts about being season one abysmal andy i'm sorry <laughs> i fucked you i fucked you with the chocolate i fucked you with the cherry it's all right uh, uh season two we went with uh i think probably like the the most prestigious beans you can find in a grand rapids roastery season three i asked the question are you nuts and, uh, boys, I roasted my own beans, uh, and I am presenting them to you right now. Answering the question, are you nuts? Sam said, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me, before we, before we go, before we go in, let me, let me give you the backstory on this. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as everyone I'm sure is well aware, uh, Saturday mornings, I have been, uh, at the, the farmer's market, uh, in, in Grand Rapids selling my coasters selling my wood goods. Um, and I was just walking the market one time and I saw there's a place it's called Runyon house roasts. And I was like, "Mm, I like coffee. I'm nuts about it. I'm going to go up and like get a bag of coffee from this guy. 
And he, I like come up to him and he's like, hey, are you the guy that ordered raw coffee beans? And I looked at him and I said, no, but I'm interested. Like, just like that, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, season three is about to pop off. Uh, so he was like, okay, cool. Like, just like, you know, kind of let me know what you want. And then like, I, I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, Hey, I need like four pounds of beans. And you know, what, you know, what do you have? And he's like, Oh, he like, I think goes to some like distributor, I think maybe in Chicago or something and gets like these raw beans. And he's like, I'm getting something special from Ethiopia. Like, let me know if you want any. I said, yes, I absolutely want some. Uh, and I got it. And raw, like the raw coffee smells like shit. It smells awful. And I was very, I was very concerned. I was like, what, what have I gotten myself into? And, uh, Elmer, I, I took a, I took a little bit of a, a play from the summer moon playbook. I smoked the coffee before I roasted it. Hmm. Uh, my dad bought a smoker and I was like, let's smoke these beans didn't do anything. Uh, can you guys uh, first uh, on first sip? Can you guys taste the applewood smokedness of it? That was uh, a, that was a question. You can say yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I no, no, no. no. I'm I'm. It's it, it's tough to describe these beans. Um, and it's because they. I don't know. I see. I I, I was. I wood is there. I don't know. I don't know how. To, I don't know if I smoked. I don't know if I. Could, I don't know if I would have guessed that they were smoked. Yeah. So so the the process is I I I think I I, I reversed the process. I smoked them first and then I roasted them. And I think I was supposed to roast and then smoke. Mm. Um. So then I after we we smoked them we uh I put them on like a a cast iron skillet on the grill, and I was like stirring that shit up and then. Um, I did it. I ended up doing four, four batches and the first two batches, I think were a little, a little underdone, uh, a little bit. They're a little, uh, on the maybe light, very light roast side. Cause I was scared. I didn't want to burn these beans. Um, but then by the second two, I was like getting a nice, like, I think light medium roast on these. Uh, and then I mixed them all up. So you're getting a light to medium light <laughs> blend of these beans. Now, did you get um, the popcorn smell? I know that like usually when you roast them, like before they turn into coffee, you get like a popcorny type of aroma off of them. Did you get that at all? That I know. Mm -hmm. It was a very, I mean, it was very like distinct, like it was a very distinct, like hard coffee smell. Okay. Um, what was the years. smell or not the smell, but how long are you roasting it? Like, I know you said that it varied, right? But like the longest one, how long was that? Uh, I think 12 minutes. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, and that was, a, which I think I, is, go ahead. That's long. I think for, for okay. coffee. Um, cause I think what you, what it's supposed to, you know, what you're supposed to do is like, you're supposed to like have these like constantly moving, and then in the heat, but when it's on the, it's on the grill, like, you know, every time you open the, the lid, you lose heat. Right. And so I'm like stirring this shit up and then closing the lid and letting it back, get back up to temperature. Like, you know, and then like 45 seconds later, I'm opening it up again to stir them. Um, so it was a little bit, I think just like a little bit, not 
like I don't know, regulated or whatever. I guess is maybe the the phrase. Because I mean, they use like, they use giant machines in the roasteries like that are spinning them constantly, and then dump them into like a cooled chamber to like chill them immediately. Yeah, I did none of that. Yeah, well, you're just one. This man. is rustic. This is rustic. <laughs> this is cowboy coffee. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I'm I I was being coy with my description because it does remind me of the summer moon ones in the same way we did talk about them being like a. Like this is like a, 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 a fucking. I'm ready to hit the field, you know. Do some yard work after this coffee, and and then it's it. I'm glad we've had summer moon and have talked about it that way, so everyone knows that's not like a negative, right? Like there is just a there is a there is something good about like a dainty cup of coffee. This ain't it, you know. I feel like it still has that like because we've had we've had a lot of beans from Ethiopia, mm-hmm. you know, and and the. The first one uh, from Andy's that was the Hidden Grounds. Mm-hmm. Hidden Grounds, the Mod Cup. One. Yeah. Mod Cup, yep. Um, and then I think Elmer, one of yours was from Ethiopia. And they all, you know, it's like, oh, the blueberry notes. And I feel like this still hits that, like, it has, like, that sort of, like, crispy blueberry thing. But, you know, it just, it's different. Yes. Yeah, I, I do feel like I get a little bit of a fruity... Mm-hmm. Maybe an apple uh, kind of yeah. note to it. Um, I don't know. I dig it. It's like a mellow cup of coffee. Not in the sense that like I'm still down to go in the fucking, you know, I'm cooking this on the the open west. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but th- it's You're got like a, mellow- like a tin a can, right? Yeah, but it's got like a mellow hit to it. Like I'm mm-hmm. digging it. Like I'm, you know, if it's 6 p.m., I got I'm, you know, guarding the camp. Protecting the horses. I might brew this up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hang out for a bit. Perfect way to describe it. That should be, we should go back and review every cup of coffee on that scale. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I do, I do, I do. I could not agree with Andy more. Um, this is definitely, and this is an arbitrary scale, but it's like, you know, within the confines of this show and the, the three seasons so far, this is easily not the worst coffee, which means you're beating out people who, so I spent their entire <laughs> life perfecting the process. You did that shit in a weekend. Yep. Now it's time to open the uh, Aukpaws Roastery. Yeah. Mm. Say no more. Pull Sell our the wood shop buy, and buy all the machinery. <laughs> yeah, we'll buy the machines. <laughs> and so... Uh, and really quick... Uh, funny. Oh, I, I want to talk uh, really quick about how I buy coffee, usually based on packaging. Sam, you killed it. You killed it. <laughs> like, where'd you get... Did, did, did this gentleman give you the bag for the coffee? He gave me the bags. Okay. They And they were unsealed, right? So you fill the top and then you seal them. And he's like, do you have a heat sealer? And I said, no, I don't think so. Uh, turns out the uh, my dad has like a vacuum sealer. So yeah, like he, 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 like he packaged the, meat for me when I, when I met him. Yep. Yeah. And so evidently that also has a heat sealer. So we were like... But, you know, you really have to jam that bag in there for it to heat seal. So we were like, you know, it just at like the very edge and <laughs> just <it> like <laughs> very just like sealed the the edge. Um, and then I bought a new printer ink so I could print the labels. Uh, but the printer head was dirty. So it got a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, I mean, the, what, the, the, the custom branding says, are you nuts? Season three. Incredible. Yeah. I like yeah. saw it and I was like, oh, this is cool that Sam found Something that fits the weird theme we made for our show. I thought um, the same thing as at first. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, damn, this is weird." 
Yeah, that's just like that's how good it looked. That it was not like suspicious. Like you know, oh, this is homemade. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No. So we were roasting, and then my dad, who's a fucking uh, whatever, uh, fucking madman, he like <laughs> first he tries to eat one of the raw beans, and he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is like the density of a rock." <laughs> and then we we pull like the first batch off the roaster, and he just pops one of those things in his mouth. And he's like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, this is great. And I'm like, okay. And I try it. And oh my God, it tasted like death. It was so (laughs) bad. Oh, it was awful. And then he goes and is like, well, let's compare to a different coffee bean. He grabs me one from the store. Boy, it was even worse. (laughs) Don't ever eat coffee. (laughs) Oh, it was bad. He's just like a scientist, you know, he's got to, he's got to get in there. He's got to taste it firsthand to know. That's yeah. what scientists do. Now these came like they weren't in the uh like the shell. Like the no. flower part or whatever. No, 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 no. So I bought uh I bought shells of like coffee. Mm. Like the I forget what they call it, the cherry or I think the cherry is the actual bean. I forget the you know terminology, but I bought the actual shells. Is the is the coffee like the pit? Yeah, it's like the of co- the cherry. I think so. It's like the coffee's inside there. Um, mm-hmm. So I bought these like little sh- outer shells of it in a bag. It turns out you can like make tea with it. I haven't tried it yet, but I have a whole bag of them from uh, Mod Cup that I'm planning does, to just make a brew some tea with. That was does that have like would that make caffeinated tea? How does that work? I have no idea, honestly. It gives off like a little bit of a. I'm worried I might not like it. It gives off like a little bit of a raisiny. Mm. smell to it i don't like raisins interesting um, but i'm it's i'm just interested to try it they had it on the shelf when i swung by you, so i was like you know what just go for it not to not to take a hard left i think we we got to circle back here but on the raisins do you guys feel like there has been a you know some national momentum against raisins i feel like they're not as prominent of a threat as they once were and it, while they've been declining, there has been a rise, you know, in like artisan salads now get a good raisin or a cranberry sometimes. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I feel like I used to see like the little box of raisins, people snacking on raisins, trying to pretend it's candy more so than, you know, I just, I don't know. You made me think about raisins for the first time in a long time. Thoughts? I think we're not in that world anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not like in the market. Six, we're, it was like a good sixth grade snack. Hmm. We're not in, we're not in middle school anymore. We can buy Eggo waffles if we goddamn well. Yeah, please. now we chew tobacco. Yeah, now <laughs> <laughs> raisins. <are> the <laughs> oh man, from raisins to tobacco. Yeah, well, just to give another wrap up another circle. Andy, you said you were addicted to waffles before we started recording, and then mm-hmm. you mentioned it again. So just to close that loop, how, how did it start? Did it start in a moment of weakness? Did it start in a moment of curiosity? What was the leading feeling when you decided to jump back into Eggo Waffles? So we were in the grocery store and I was like, you know what? I kind of am in the mood for something sweet. and Rare for, for Andy. Yeah, a rare moment. Extremely rare. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want something. Um, Melissa was like walking around getting the actual groceries. 
I was around <laughs> bullshitting, looking at dumb shit. Um, and I walked down the frozen section. I was like, oh, maybe I want waffles. I haven't had waffles in years. Like Eggo, actual, you know, frozen from the store waffles. Um, so they had the ones with the strawberries in them. I was like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. Let's get them. But then I had to buy syrup. So I went right. for like a uh, low calorie, low sweet syrup uh, just to not, you know, overload my my little baby palate here. Um, but yeah, I, I just started making them. I was like, these are so easy and they taste good. And then from there, it was like, now I'm eating a bunch of them. I'm craving them. <laughs> How and many of these Eggos are you eating per session? I could usually, usually two, but sometimes I make three. In a moment of weakness in the morning, I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm a three three waffle kind of guy. There's something so pure about the texture combination of crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, right? Like that's yep. a tale as old as time, right? Like that's the best potato. That's the best everything, really. And yep. that that might capture it better than anything. Oh yeah. So now I it's at the point where I'm like, you know what? Just don't buy them at the store. Don't bring them home. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if they're if they're in the freezer, I'm gonna make them in the morning. Even if the night before, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna have them. In the morning, I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry. You're not as strong as you were at night in the morning. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah. I deserve this. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, well, maybe this will make the difference today. Maybe yep. this will make today a, not a horrible day. And the thing that sucks about them is that you eat them. But you're not like, I'm not full after. Like, I'll eat them and be like, all right, I'm good right now. And then, like, an hour later, it's like, okay, I'm like hungry. Cause it's just all fucking chemicals and carbs. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had something very similar to this very recent, not very recently, but within the last year. I was. You know, very depressed with, ba- well, you know, the world was awful, but also there was no baseball for a good chunk of the pandemic. And then baseball started coming back and I was like, you know, weirdly like not homesick, homesick's not the right word, but feeling, feeling a type of way, you know, like, oh man, like this is, this is something to hang on to right now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to celebrate baseball coming back. I was at the grocery store, same thing, right? You know, I probably just didn't eat breakfast before going grocery shopping and that led to what we're about to get into. I was like, dude, I should get hot dogs. I mm. haven't eaten a hot dog in my, like, I don't know. First of all, I don't like eating hot dogs like that you participate, that you made, not like a bot hot dog, right? I've never done that outside of like a 4th of July situation or something, mm-hmm. an equivalent. So this was very new to me, but you know, you get the buns. You get it. You get a good brat. Um, and then, you know, you you figure out what else. I, I don't even want to tell you guys what I put on my hot dog because I know it's going to start a whole thing. Uh, but it's no, more I about wanna, what I, I don't hear. put on my hot dog. OK, I well, uh, uh, I like to mayo the bun. OK. Wait, and wait, may- mayo. Mayo. OK. Mayo the bun. Put the brat on and then just like a little trail of like a spicy barbecue. Nice. And that's it. That's it. Now, is there like a hot dogs? What's the hot dog scene in LA? Like growing up, you were eating hot dogs oh, out see, there? Yeah. Street dogs. I think we had the same kind of like, you know, like a bacon wrapped fucking, who knows where this dog's been hot dog mm-hmm. was maybe the, the, 
the like that's what I think of when I think of hot dog. That's the best case scenario. Okay. Um, so it's weird that it just came like that. You know, I did that once. I was like, oh, this will be a fun little you know way to celebrate baseball coming back. And then I also you know was like, oh shit, this is kind of like an elite food. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I I discovered sandwiches. You know, basically like just a thing you can just make very easily, uh, reliably. And uh, I had to eventually be like, dude, you're fucking, you're a 23 year old man. You can't be fucking eating hot dogs. Come on. Nonstop. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, okay. But how many, were you eating like hot dogs multiple times a week? Or was this just like every once in a while? Close, like, oh, close to when I was stopping dogs. myself. Yeah. Well, because you know, okay. You go grocery shopping, right? I'm, I'm basically on a like grocery shop every week kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I try not to overbuy, you know, I, I aim for that. But you know, if I'm buying of a, a, you know four pack of brats you know let's say i pop that bad boy on sunday and then maybe by wednesday you know it was a tough day at the office working from home doing my baby job and i'm like you know i don't feel like cooking i could pop in a brat you know like that so yeah we, we were getting to the multiple times a week and then when you're like yeah well, if you zoom out and say i'm a man that's eating hot dogs multiple times a week come on like we got to fix things Mm. You got me sold though. I kind of, I kind of want to buy a pack of hot dogs this this weekend. Hot dogs, hot dogs are good. I mean, I don't, you know, even just like the regular like ballpark franks or whatever. Like, yeah, they're good. Well, okay, then I want to explain on this in multiple ways. Let's start with like, what are you guys putting on your hot dog? I was vulnerable. I feel like that, you know. So those are can sometimes be controversial takes. I I prefer a grilled hot dog. Oh, like I would I would yeah char it up in the cast iron. I think if I bought them at home, that's, um, that's exactly what I did. By the way, I am not a fucking. There's no water involved with this fucking process. Get out do, of here. You do get the hot yeah. dog water, which you can then drink uh, <laughs> or make <laughs> or make coffee with. Robert loves getting hot dog water and mixing it with tequila, and that's what he uh, that's, that's what he about, drinks before that's going like out. That's, that would be the fucking Robert Jr. Jr. if I opened a bar. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't even sell hot dogs, but you would have hot dogs on, you know, ready to go for when Robert came in to get his yep. water, his fresh hot dog water. <laughs> um, so I would just, I eat like a spicy mustard on there, like a Dijon. Okay. Uh, or like a spicy brown mustard. Sometimes I fuck with a ketchup, not a, overdoing it, just a tiny bit. Uh. I fuck with a relish, but I think m- most of the time I'm putting mustard on there. But like, you know, if we're going balls to the wall, I'd put a, a you know, a relish. I'd put a kraut. I'd fuck with that. Uh, I prefer a Chicago style hot dog where they load it up with all that shit. Tomato slices, relish. No, the, the peppers. Here. Like you go to Portillo's well, or do something, like get peppers. one of those. What, I, what I've done at home is like the onions and peppers, you know, you, you, you do some bullshit with them and then you just saute them basically. Oh yeah, I fuck that with I'm that. a fan of. I yep. can, I can, I can fuck with that. Uh, I feel like I, boy, you guys are gonna, Elmer, you, you're gonna roast me. I just give me the ketchup, give me the mustard. No, that's fine, dude. I, I my thing, my reason why I thought I was gonna get roasted as well is because too simple. Also, yeah. I realized mayo barbecue, like not necessarily the traditionals, but um, it's like it, fire and ice, baby. Yeah, I mean that's exactly how I, I frame it. That's what I say right before I take a bite. It's like fire and ice, baby. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Mayo, mayo gets a bad rap by myself included. 
Mm-hmm. May and you know what? Definitely sometimes deserved. Oh, a hunch. Like, well, it depends, right? Mayo to me is like a, it's like a soft, it's like a, it's, it's like a base. It's like glue or something, you know? Yep. People, there's definitely people that overdo it, but listen, mayo is at the root of all that's probably good in this world. I know. Uh, tons of, you know, condiments based on mayo, you know, a spicy mayo. Ooh, come on. A chipotle like, mayo, dude? Come oh, on. yeah. Like, come on, guys. Let's listen. Yeah. It's just like shallots. When you grow up, like you grow up hating mayo, you grow up not knowing about shallots. And then, you know, once you're an adult, the doors open. Stop mm-hmm. hating on mayo when you're an adult. Like, listen, we're not in fucking seventh grade anymore. Yeah. The big <laughs> ones for me growing up were like when the turn on onions, you know, when you realize onions can be good. Yep. Now I think the, the one of the things I mainline the most that like culture ta- taught me to hate for no reason, Brussels sprouts. Like oh, Brussels yeah. sprouts, I'm having Brussels sprouts multiple times a week. Like that's oh, like, yeah. that's like a, it's like buying fucking milk in this house, you know? Yep. Elmer, I have been trying to recreate those Brussels sprouts we got at, what was that restaurant? Was it Parkside? Was it the nice restaurant? It was restaurant? that one, it was like the half off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Parkside. I, yeah. I've been trying to recreate those Brussels sprouts since we had it. Those were, were those so the, fucking good. Those are like the balsamic vinegar ones, or were they the teriyaki kind of ones? I think I think it was like teriyaki with like orange zest Ooh, on them or so something. Good. And oh my yeah. god, it was just so good. God, the way they get like a little crispy. Oh, I mean oh that's god. the that again, like we were saying with the waffles, the goal with Brussels sprouts is that I think yep. is to get a nice crispy on the outside. Uh, the way the the you know I've experimented in every multiple ways. And Robert knows this about me. And I think, uh, you know, Lexi's seen a lot of this as well. Like my go-to if we're at like a restaurant that just has a bunch of shit is to order Brussels sprouts as like the metric. Like mm. what kind of restaurant is this, you know? Because they're, they're very popular now. Almost like you see them, you see them in almost every restaurant. Yep. Um, and what I've been doing a lot at home is, you know, you, you prep them, salt them, uh, pepper them. Uh, you, can do, you can do whatever you want, right? But a nice secret is when you bake them, put a little Parmesan. Oh yeah, get a nice little little crispy layer. Mm-hmm. That'll uh, that'll get you going. Here's the thing. Now I got a hot take for the fucking all meat crew. These people eating, they don't eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're Joe Rogan. You're Joe Rogan <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> getting heart disease are, to own the libs. Oh yeah, fucking vegetables are good as fuck. You any yeah. vegetable you cover in a little bit of olive oil, a little salt, pepper, garlic, or something. Mm-hmm. And it's good. You're good to go. From there, that's the base. From there, it's a whole world of possibilities. Like even like we, I had grilled leeks. Ooh, fucking rad. So good. We've been trying not to eat meat during the week, or limit our meat intake during the week. That's fun. So, fucking around with a tofu, a lot of chickpeas, and all different things. A lot of vegetables. Nice. Yeah. Uh, a zucchini has been a good it can be a good uh like meat replacement too yeah. a little you, you saute or grill those zucchini. It, i think the texture helps you know because you do want something i think your dumb brain's like i need something chewy and i think that's why yeah. brussels sprouts are good they're like they're like a busy food uh versus i will you know because you do get to some some vegetables that aren't they don't feel the same way you know like i can't just eat a tomato i've seen people in my life that just rub, buy the tomato raw 
My mom I, does that. Got it. Oh, she's like a little put a little, she puts a little salt on the tomato and just like bites it. Oh, uh, can't do it. Well, Ugh. that sounds cute. Never mind. I take it back. I could probably eat that. I, like I mean, you could those. eat that, but but you know what I mean. What I'm saying is like it's not like a Brussels sprout. Where yeah. a Brussels sprout feels like it could be a meat replacement. There are certain vegetables not there. I think carrots are on that level. Potatoes. It's a texture thing. I think maybe mm. a lettuce. You know, a lettuce is never going to feel like a meat replacement. Yeah. You guys fuck with a Beyond Meat at all? You ever have any of this? I haven't. I actually, uh, I like. I'm not against it, but it's just always when it's available. It's like, well, I could just have meat, you know. Yeah, we bought like I've had a Beyond Burger, pretty good. Like at that point, you don't even you really can't tell the difference. Yeah, but we bought a Beyond spicy sausages, Italian sausages for mm. uh, some of our pasta dishes. Pretty good. The only thing that sucks, you got to pay the premium. Beyond meat, very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like when I learned that like a uh, a fake diamond is more expensive than a real diamond. Really? Not not fake. The, the 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 like humanely, maybe humanely is not the right word. The, yeah, the ones that are like ethically. Eth- yes, yes. I learned that recently, and I was like, whoa, I would not have guessed that. Funny, I was just talking about this last night with somebody. Uh, they asked me. When I plan to propose, will I get a real diamond or a synthetic diamond? It's like, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much. But there is no like ethically sourced real diamonds. Like, you, you know, no. somebody died. You, well, you, you know, Melissa wants a blood diamond. Mm. She wants at least 10 lives on that diamond. Yeah, she wants. That's she me. wants to be able to count, count the blood droplets. She wants the, case the certificate with who died and how they died for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's a, there's a goofy ass goth couple out there that did that. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I don't, Elmer. Oh, go ahead, bud. Let's let's uh, we we're gonna circle back. We're gonna go back a couple months. You asked me a while ago about my guac recipe. Oh yeah. Now, Elmer and you know whoever wants to answer, what? Give me give me the ingredients that you'd put in a guac. Lexi, oh she's right here. Can Lexi answer this? She does this. Yeah. Okay. You just list your guac recipe, your ingredients. Oh, okay. Let's just talk to the... Um, I cut up some onion. You dice it with some tomato. And then you, I don't know, just put the avocado with the onion and tomato. And then a hint of lime and cilantro, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I like a oh, cilantro. call out. Black pepper, but that's it. Salt and black pepper, that's it. See, that's the perfect recipe. And I like now, cilantro and guac. When it's he mixed says with he c- likes cilantro and guac. Because I can't taste the soapiness <laughs> when... Uh... <laughs> now, maybe this is sacrilegious. And I'm sure it's, it uh-huh. is. But, Elmer, last night, I made guac and I put pomegranate seeds in it. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, holy shit. I had it once in New York at like some fancy Mexican restaurant. And I was like, this is fucking so good. I, did, I made it myself. It's a game changer. It's so good. Damn, I like pomegranate. Sam, the funny thing about this is that I've been, I've long thought about the time you and I shared some guac that had strawberries in it. Do you remember this? No. Oh, maybe, maybe it was, I feel like I was, it was when I was in Michigan. Or was it, you know what? It was, I'm thinking of a different friend. I'm doing that. Wow. that thing. Damn. Sam, I think I was, wow. you, you really com- confused me with Sam Mosher. No, no, no. Confusing you, I think, <laughs> with my friend Ethan, 
who I was in the mood. I was visiting him. I think it was the 4th of July. And we went to a friend's like house. That's why I was like, I thought it was you. Um, and they had strawberries in the guac and the sweet savory situation blew my mind. Mm. So I'm interested. Like, what, what do you mean by pomegranate seeds? Like, like the little, you know, I don't, the little balls, the little boys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I bought a pomegranate. I, I've watched a YouTube video on how to get the seeds out. You just smack that shit with a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I like, I, so I smacked them into a bowl and then I was like, this is going to, this is going to get pomegranate seed, like pomegranate juice is going to go everywhere. So I put them on like a little paper towel to like, just so, you know, the guac wasn't going to turn purple. Uh, and then I just put some of the seeds in there and man, it was a, cause you get like, it's like the regular, it's like the good guac taste. And then, oh, there's like a little burst of like tropical energy. Yeah. It's like, it's like gushers. This sounds awesome. Yeah. So everything else was like base guac settings. I made, so I made, I made two or I made, I made a big thing of guac and then, um, I, I like scooped out a little bit cause I, I wasn't sure how it was going to end up scooped out like a little bit and then like mixed it up with the, the pomegranate seeds and mm, they were good. I would sign off on this. I was thinking yeah. on on the same vein. I was thinking like, man, I want to I want to start experimenting with salsas, and you know, I was like, but the the thing that sucks about that is like, you, that's not something that could send. You know, you wish you could because it's the kind of you can only make so much for yourself. You know, as you're trying to like figure out what the what the but thing I feel like is. If you jar it and then right, you do the seal technique and like the water, and then just you could probably mail that. You'll eat my mailed salsa. Yeah, I'll eat it. Does it have to be cold? Uh, yeah, see, there's too much going on here. I don't too many questions. Yeah. I'm weird about if it's like even if there's even even a question when it comes to food stuff, I'll just tap out. You know? Yep. Not risking it. I feel like the Tostitos salsa has enough preservatives in it to yes. to make it last until you open the seal. But if you're you know you're you're making fresh fresh salsa, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have all the plutonium needed to keep it mm -hmm. fresh for months. So let's let's dive down the salsa rabbit hole. Uh, my dad's secret ingredient is tomato paste. Mm. So is this a red salsa? Think, yeah. Okay. I mean, he makes good tomatillo salsa or salsa verde. And uh, mm, that's good, too. I'm not sure exactly what his method is there but i know with the uh, with like red salsa he uses to make he adds tomato paste if you could if, you, if you could send me this this recipe sam i would uh greatly appreciate it because i need i need a yeah. good place to jump off for red i feel like i got green i got i got i got a good idea there but with red there's just so many so many routes to go uh yeah i think honestly i think it's he it's just like like crushed tomatoes tomato paste onions and jalapenos and salt Beautiful. i think that's it maybe okay. some cumin okay but yeah okay. i'll 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 get it from him and i'll i'll send it to you yeah because my dad's fucking salsa is good i mean the, the one of the best meals of my life came from that man's hands <laughs> so uh anything else on the brain boys how we uh we like the coffee i think 
Nuts About Beans season three, strong start. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. And I, spoiler, I had drank it earlier this week already, Sam. Um, and I, we were both like, is, this is wild. This doesn't just, I don't know. It just, it's just so good, Sam. Uh, so I do, I do have a question for you guys. So do you guys have hand grinders or do you have electric grinders? I use a hand grinder. Andy, did you notice that like uh, for me it was it was real it was way harder to grind. Yep. And I think that's because it was a little undercooked. Mm. Um but I don't know. I guess the struggle makes it worth it. Hopefully it didn't break any of your shit. No, I think it's fine. But yeah, I did notice that it was like, okay, this is a little bit tougher to to grind up. I think it's even hilarious a, that oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's even on a like I started on a coarser setting and I was like, damn it, I wonder if I go finer, it might be it's gonna be tough. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah, mine mine's pretty coarse, and it was still like, yep. it was a it was groaning a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I want to definitely want to try definitely want to try more like try roasting again, like you know, kind of improving the process. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I think you definitely if you're gonna do it, you need I think like an outdoor source to do it because I've heard that it gets really smoky if you do it indoors. Yep. and that's maybe not what you want. But yeah. Yeah. It'd be a terrible yeah, way to go. I you guys like it. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. I asked Andy, like, hey, what coffee grinder should I get? And he sends me this expensive electric machine. And then months later, I'm like, oh, you, you do not, like, you love it, right? And he's like, oh, I don't have that. I wouldn't spend that much money on it. I'm not an idiot. No, I would. <laughs> My problem is I have limited counter space and I fucking hate mm. things on the counter. Um, so I, if I lived in a place with more counter space, I would get that grinder. But instead, I have a hand grinder. Uh, a friend of the Texas show, too. Chris from Dusseldorf, he sent me a picture of his grinder one day. It's that one. He's got the same oh, grinder really? as you. Yeah. I was like, damn, you got the same grinder as Elmer. Damn. Look at us. Young professionals. Okay. Sorry. We're, are we done talking about coffee? Yeah, it's dead. Sure. Kill it. Um. Okay. I did not get permission from Chris to talk about this in the show. Hopefully he doesn't mind. If he does, we'll redact it later. So he messaged me earlier this week and was like, hey, someone with my last name and my like first initial is using my email address to buy stuff. I have their phone number. Can you call them and like say like, hey. Like you're you're using my email address. Stop using it. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I got you." Was it like American? Is that why he was asking you to do it? Like a U.S. number? Yeah, 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 yeah. From Massachusetts. Oh, and- of course, <laughs> of course, Chris. That makes more sense than you even know. Yeah, it was probably fucking Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. He was, I think, the governor of Massachusetts or something. Isn't he the? Isn't he from like Utah? Someone in the now southeast. Now he's back in Utah, but I think oh, for a while okay. he was up there. All right, Mitt Romney gives off big "I'm Southern Pride" vibes mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. but I guess the Utah vibes also make sense. Um, so I I call this number, and I I didn't talk to the I didn't talk to her, which is a bummer because I was really excited to talk to her. <laughs> but I left her the most long winded fucking dumb message and at the end i'm just like i'm sorry 
And then I, I hung up. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, so hopefully uh, that got resolved. But it was just like, it was so funny. Like, so did you like try to explain the whole thing? It's like, so I have a podcast and like we have one guy who listens. He lives in Germany. You'll never believe. <laughs> no, I did not want to get into that. This is podcast related. But I just said I have a friend from Germany. So was she committing uh, fraud or this was an honest mistake? I think it was just an honest mistake. He's, he said that like his last name is really rare. And so he thinks that like, this is like a long lost, like cousin or something of his. Um, and so, uh, did you end with that? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I did not say that. I said, you know, maybe you can like talk, maybe you can catch up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So hopefully that got resolved. This woman got that voicemail and was probably like, I got to lock the doors extra tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, that was a very wholesome, very wholesome moment um, between me and Chris. Numbers uh, I don't have saved on my phone are have like stand no chance now because I well the day I bought a car, my phone just died. Like I started getting so many like fake car warranty calls multiple yeah. a day. It's, it's embarrassing. And then you start, you know, I, I read an article once. that was like the biggest seller of private information is like your fucking state. Uh, you know, especially as I collect all this COVID shit, that's how they're paying for a lot of this bullshit. Um, it's just fucked. I can't, I can't, I, I will not answer like a unknown number anymore. Oh yeah. Cause then it's just like, Hey, this is your last chance for calling about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> yeah. God. I'll tell you the, what, the it's the first that, time car buyer. They got me the first couple times. To- the first times I was like, what is go? I was, I was like, they didn't get me, but I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. What am I, what, what am I not understanding? It's awful. Yeah. My, so the thing when I think the, the second, so the first is the, the state, the second is your mortgage company. Mm. Uh, and I guess like maybe, I mean, I think that's like public information or whatever. Like if you, if you buy a house, like whatever, but I'm getting like, I get, multiple letters a month where it's like urgent we have we need to talk to you about your mortgage and then like in like the smallest font imaginable it says like this is not associated with your <laughs> with your mortgage company <laughs> isn't it crazy that's it's fucking like, legal like we could just lie yeah, to you like, fuck you it's like and it's a whole like business you know a whole yeah. business just based on like i don't know it's some of the, it's like it's like the original version of like what's happening on youtube now or it's just like, maybe we can just trick people into watching this or engaging with this. Like, that's the whole business model. It's yeah. like, if we target everyone, maybe we'll get the dumbest people to just fucking bite. It's yeah. awful, man. This is, uh, you know, another hard turn here. I watched an anime. Mm-hmm. I watched Neon Genesis Evangelion. And it's changed my life forever. Oh, no. The anime is, is so fucking good. It's so fucking good. You guys need like you guys need to watch it. Get, okay, Andy, give me the pitch. Why should I watch this? What makes this different from every other mecha anime? I think that this is like I've never seen a mecha anime like this. This is like a serious. It tackles things about like fucking purpose, religion. Uh, self-loathing, hatred of yourself, depression, 
Uh, You can tell the creator was definitely fucking in a dark place when he made it. Um, it, The thing is, it goes fucking deep. The show is wild. The trauma in this show, like also the way it's written, the way it's shot, it's drawn like it's just fucking nuts where this anime goes for an anime. I feel like, you know. And, and it doesn't it has some of like the quirks, I think, of a of an anime, you know, a little like oogling at, at breasts or something. But it's far, mm-hmm. you know, few and far between. Um, there's just so much shit going on in this anime. It's dark and crazy and intricate. It's it's fucking nuts. Um, and like the way it ends, it's only one season of 24 episodes. Like the way it ends is fucking nuts. And then there's like some movies and shit. Um, it's wild. I've never watched anything like it. It's, it's crazy. So have you watched the movies? I've, I've watched, uh, end of Evangelion, the the movie that takes place after the show. Uh, but I haven't watched any of like the rebirth series, which I'm planning to get to soon. Uh, but I love it so much. It's, it's great. Cause I've, I've heard that the people, people hated the ending of the show. And so these movies like retcon the ending to like the true ending or something. So the way what um, happens is the no spoilers. Cause I, I, I started, I'm on episode three. I fell asleep in the middle of episode three. So no spoilers. The ending of the show I think is great. It's really cool. Uh, but it much like all of these endings to really good shows. Something like The Sopranos. People get fucking angry because they don't get <laughs> they don't get what they want. They don't get mm. like the fucking everybody wants the kiss, the happy ending, all that bullshit. They want to be told explicitly what happens. The the show is open to a lot of interpretation at the end. The movie doesn't retcon the ending. It shows what is probably happening at the end of the show from a different perspective. It like mm. it outright tells you what is going on. Versus the ending of the show, which is a bit more, I think, obscure and left to interpretation. Um, but the movie was good. I think that they're both pretty decent. Oh, yeah. And unit one is fucking hot. The purple green mech. That shit's hot. <laughs> the Ava's man. Crazy. A lot of espionage, a lot of secret political uh, cabals in the background in this show. Fucking crazy stuff. It's good. Can you define the word cabal? Uh, no, I just know it as like uh, sort of a shadowy organizations. In okay. The background. I have the exact same understanding. Um, just realize it's just one of those words that I know how to use it in context. Yeah. But don't know the full but, definition for. Yeah. Well, that's why we got to save the children because there's the secret, you know, Democrat run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satan it's funny because that's that's when I start. That's when that word came into my world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is uh, just investigating how dumb QAnon brain is. Mm-hmm. Well, Trump's protecting us. He's been the president this whole time. Joe Biden actually died mm. last year. So, <laughs> my favorite just like observation from that, I'm sure I've shared it before, but was just like, I think it's hilarious that all these QAnon people got into the fucking <laughs> Capitol and instead of saving all the children, they just fucking took selfies. Yep. <laughs> Well, see, the Satan worshiper, you know, they the Democrats knew Nancy Pelosi 
spoke to mm-hmm. Satan, knew this was coming, so she removed the children from the capital. <laughs> yep. Through all <laughs> the underground tunnels. Mm-hmm. One, Nancy's always at least one step ahead of all of us. Yeah. Always. Well, it's because it's actually the devil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just like the, you know, human, you know, puppet for for saying himself. Yeah. Man, do you remember uh, Sabrina, how good that show was, Andy? Oh, yeah. I haven't watched, like, I think I finished season two and then I never got to the new Same. season. Same. I think by then it was just like it ended at season four and it was just like not, I didn't go back to it. But yeah, it was a fun show. I love a good, like, fucking teen drama like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not uh, random recommendation. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. There's this show called um, can't remember, but it's a pottery show. It's competitive pottery. Uh, so imagine mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, cutthroat kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. But they're all potters, and it's like a season. We start with twelve, and we end with the winner. Uh, highly recommend. Just I don't know. Search pottery HBO. What's this? Have you guys? I think it's Ted Lasso. You watch that? Oh, my God. One of the greatest shows. on. Just come on. Well, guys. I like it. You'll love it. It is so you can get a free year of Apple TV. Like somehow they have yeah. so many promotions. I think I have it through my my phone. Yeah, that's how I got it. And it's it's beautiful. Like it's going to make me actually have to subscribe to Apple TV when my year ends. Uh, season two is coming back in July. So great time to catch up now. Uh Jason Sudeikis is just incredible, but also just everything about the show is, oh, it's just so good, guys. Please go watch it. I don't even like soccer, you know? It's soccer? I thought for some reason it was hockey. No, it's the whole (laughs) thing is he's a, he's an American college football coach who like turned this like, you know, team around and turned him into champions. And it's very, very wholesome story. You know, the kids love him. And then we start Ted Lasso season one with him just having accepted a job to coach like a real ass soccer team in Europe. Um, And the whole thing is like the questions up front are, why would this man accept this job? What's going on with him? And why would someone offer him this job? And the answer to both of those questions are fucking incredible. All right, I gotta start this. It's good. And it's the, a good. It's a good show with like to watch with like anyone. Like you know, Lexi and I watched it together, and it was good. Um, what I'm trying to say is, Melissa would like it. Yeah, we're watching direct, without saying it directly. We're watching uh, New Girl right now, just because something easy to put on, like while oh, we're yeah. doing some shit. We uh, we started Sex in the City in that same vein. Ooh, yeah. Let me tell you, dude. Fucking, it slams. It's good. Um, immediately, even like pilot season one. It's identity is so strong. It's moment in time is very interesting too. Like I realized that it was, it started the year before the Sopranos. And so these two huge shows are like, you know, on parallel paths in time. And they're both doing very interesting things for just like representation, right? Like the, the women getting to talk in this certain way, being depicted in this certain way, like, that shit was big for culture. And then on the Soprano side, like a big macho man seeing a therapist. This is very, very interesting. Both parallel paths, like on HBO, just moment in time. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Both have uh, cuts to the Twin Towers because it's just where they were, you know? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I was trying to tell Lexi. Are the are the towers in the opening of the Sopranos? They are, right? 
I think so. Yeah. Like, I think in season one or two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sex and the City. I think it's also in the intro or just somewhere in the first season. I was just like, fuck. Crazy. You don't catch that in a lot of movies. Someone was talking about Empire, that show. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that I'll get to it, but, like, they were just telling me, like, some of these plot lines. Fucking wild. Like, these shows, I love the melodrama on these shows an empire a gray's anatomy like the fucking crazy shit that happens like someone's fucking ex-wife's you know the kid he had in his first marriage comes back 20 years later he's a fucking robot like then there's a tornado going on at the same time and the hospital's power shuts down they got to do surgery on someone's fucking lover who they haven't admitted they love yet and like i'm like god damn who's like the writers of these shows got fucking brilliant minds did not David Cage, but who's the guy that did this? Pronounce? Did he also do Boardwalk Empire? Uh, I think he did. Oh, did he really? I didn't even know that. Uh, it's not David Cage. I not can't David, remember his name now. David, David, it's something. David something or other. Well, David Lynch did. Uh, it's not David Lynch. Either. Yeah, David Lynch is Twin Peaks. Let's see. Oh man, because I, I think he did. He do The Wire too. I think that can't be. It's not the same guy, is it? No. Boardwalk Empire is somehow linked to The Sopranos. Well, they did both take place in New Jersey. Well, yeah. Uh, creator. It is David Chase. Okay. I was close. Let's see. David, David Chase. Chase also made... Not not the Boardwalk Empire. Mm. Almost nothing, it seems like. That we would know all right. about. They're all wrong. Mm. But... Very, uh, I don't know what we were talking about, but there's good shows out there, you know? Yeah, watch TV. There was something else I was about to freaking talk about, but I can't remember what it is, so it must not be good. My mom and I started watching season two of Blown Away, the, uh, the glass blowing show on Wait, Netflix. Wait, there's season two? Man. Oh, yeah, baby. When did that come out? I think like two, three months ago. What? Dude, it's good. I think I think season one is maybe one of the greatest like competition shows ever. Oh my god! Yeah, season two, great. Um, I mean, there's like the uh, I I don't fucking get artists. Like, there's like there's a guy on there, and he's just like you know you know how like they're like talking and they're like oh you know the competition is like so fierce. And like, you know, there's like, it's like cool seeing like all these people. And this guy is like, yeah, all this other work is mediocre. My work is great. And I'm like, what a fucking prick. <laughs> I just like, I hate people like that who like think that they're, you know, they're like tears above everyone else on these shows. It's like, fuck you. Well, you got, you got to like, just remember sometimes, or it's a good reminder that like bad people is just like a, a foundation. And then sometimes those, you know, they just end up doing, doing things. You can't. You can't just assume someone's good based on like anything, really. Yeah. Except their actions. Yeah. So I'm very excited for the pottery show. I if it's anything like Blown Away. Well, I, it's nothing like Blown Away, but it did. It's funny because I found that pottery show because I wanted more Blown Away. I literally mm-hmm. started with like I wish there was more things like Blown Away. Uh, Blown Away is definitely better, but this pottery show very like it's British, so you know it's got that. Kind of like that sucks, but um, it's good. It's good. Okay, I'll check it out. I think I saw something for it. I was like, "Mm." um, well, 
I still can't remember what I wanted to talk about, so can't be that good. Um, anything else, gentlemen? No. Get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. Are we all sauced up? I get my second on May 7th. Mm. I'm fully juiced. Fully juiced. Yeah, I'm fully juiced too, man. I went out last weekend and did something like in public and shit, and it was goddamn weird. Uh, it's going to be weird to return to society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I legitimately have some uh, like you know, weird trauma over it. So dealing with that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll we're get slowly this making together. steps towards it towards Atlantic City. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, soon someday, someday I'll see people in person again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at Pause for some reason. We don't really do anything there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Elmer is not mad. You can follow Sam on. The world, the web at uh, Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S A M U Wood Goods. And Andrew Street uh, at Street Super One R. Not much going on there either. <laughs> and remember, stay golden. Shine